there is nothing under your bed, and I want you to just go to sleep, okay? There was a monster! There are no monsters. If you say there's no monster, then switch rooms with me. Your lucky night. Imagine a world solely of kids. No teachers, no rules, no homework, no parents. Come on now! Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And in this non-canonical adventure of JD and Randy, we continue our theme in this special series of events and checked out another family-friendly horror film. We did. Uh, called Little... Monsters from 1989, starring Howie Mandel, Fred Savage, Daniel Stern, Margaret Witten, Rick Ducumin, Frank Whaley, Ben Savage, etc., 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 Amber Barreto, etc., etc., in a film directed by Richard Greenberg and written by Terry Rosario and Ted Elliott. So, JD, what's this film about, or do you just want me to read the IMDb descriptor? The film is about. Monsters who live in a world under the bed who come up to cause mischief on the surface. And, and our swear ma- a lot. And our main character, played by Fred Savage, gets dragged into their machinations and has to find a way to eventually get away from them. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the story. Yes. That was our uh, episode. Um... <laughs> Though the movie is apparently infamous, I guess. That's what you seem to have told me. It's very infamous. Yeah, for some reason, people really dig the scene with him yelling, Who pissed in my apple juice? (laughs) Okay. But uh, yeah, most definitely this movie is more scary than the previous one we watched. Oh yes, there's some uh, quite disturbing effects at times. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say on this movie other than the fact that the production really got screwed up. Uh, from what I can tell, there was a fire, it destroyed uh, sets and costumes, and the rest of the movie takes place in what looks like a warehouse with a bunch of uh, packing uh, things, well, pieces of wood. to be perfectly fair, for the underground segment, they did try their best to make it look like they were a lot like taller than you might expect, because there's a lot of upward climbing and downward climbing. Yeah, Not I'll, as much I'll give them that. Horizontal. And all the... All the uh, Kids as monsters just look like they're dressed up for Halloween, except for like a handful of them, like except for like four which of is, them that are adults. Which is actually kind of, actually has kind of a bit of a purpose considering what the monsters turn out to actually be eventually. Yeah, when it's revealed that it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, when you learn the what the monsters actually are. So, yeah, this is a, another one of our family-friendly horror type movies, considering this one was aimed for kids. But yet again, like our last movie... Was put out before the whole PG-13 thing became a big um, standardized. And uh, you need certain things to qualify for this, that, and the other. Which is why there's some strange effects in this movie and some pretty heavy language from some some characters. So the descriptors for this movie on IMDb are monster, Mm -hmm. monster underbred, brother on brother relationship, boy, fear of monsters, etc., etc., etc. I'm glad they have monsters underbred. Otherwise, uh, I don't know how I would have dealt with this movie. Yeah, I know. I know. Really <laughs> weird. Um, mm-hmm. So Yeah, this movie is just odd. It's it's Howie Mandel doing what he loves to do, but he's also saying shit a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and and kids are swearing a lot. And That's how you know it's the late 80s, because those types of movies were more plentiful. Yeah. In this case, this is obviously, I said, for younger audiences, but at the same time, it's not to the point where everything has to be watered down or neutered to the, like, nobody swears, the violence is, like, really cut down. No, there's a lot of that in here, even people getting torched by flamethrowers. <laughs> So, and then exploded in slow motion. But then again, he was also this humongous mm-hmm. boil of a man monster. Yeah. Uh, played by Rick Ducumin, playing Snick. Yeah. So, like I said, the movie is awkward, awkward in that I never even really remember anybody talking about this movie until Randy started bringing it up and saying, did you know about the, the whole fire incident on the set everybody's always talking about this i never hear anybody no i nobody ever talks about it it's just that there's one line on imdb like production got delayed by two weeks because there was a fire on the set that destroyed set and costumes i could definitely see that but i don't really think it really negatively affected anything in the movie it, it pretty much did everything it wanted to do and it's i think it kind of helped it that it was a little bit more shabby underground because that was kind of the point a little more shabby dear lord well, that's kind of the point though that's the way they live that's it's meant to be. It looks like they went out and rolled a bunch of homeless people and stole their clothes. That's more or less what they are, though. That's considering what the kids turn into, the monsters, and what the monsters do. It's pretty much what they are. So, yeah, that's the big spoiler for the movie is that yeah. the whole thing is them spending time trying to corrupt mm-hmm. uh, Fred Savage's character into becoming a monster because he's more ingenious in his pranks mm-hmm. than the average monster. And he begins to start changing, but just as he does, he he learns what's going on and tries to cut it off, especially when his parents threaten uh, separation. Yeah, and but also the only reason why he starts pulling back is because the girl that he likes and who seems to like him, mm-hmm. he inadvertently hurts her. Mm-hmm. Um by his friend Maurice the monster destroying her report that she was going to when he promised that he wouldn't. So that broke his trust and he realized that they really are just monsters under the bed. Mm -hmm. Because the people who are the monsters are the ones who never turned back and they stayed there. Within five minutes of the monsters being introduced and going back to how this movie is technically considered an adventure family comedy, Mm -hmm. there's eyes popping out of heads and... In really creepy fashion, fashions. There's small fish-like faces that look like Krang, but not from the Ninja Turtles, but not really. That mm. are very monstrous near the end. There's people's heads exploding and coming yeah. off, not in gory <laughs> ways either, but in ways that for a young child, uh, like that part in Labyrinth where they're taking the heads off, yeah, could be like very uh, frightening. And for some reason, the the whole section where they're harassing the bully by putting cat food on his sandwich <laughs> and then urinating in his apple juice really like it's it's kind of unsettling and kind of like well, turns my stomach watching that well it was also the monster maurice drinking the apple juice and literally flowing through him and coming back out instantly and so it's the, a little bit yeah, weird. like a lot of that was like <laughs> disgusting and, and so there's a lot of yeah. gross out humor in here like more than you were expecting mm-hmm. oh no actually yeah the other reason why he turned is that they tried to scare a baby and he's like no that's not funny that's just cruel yeah that was to show that he's not like them he's not uh, like them and he's never going to be like them so the head guy gets really upset and decides to kidnap his brother to force him to be like them and it doesn't end up working out for him. It sounded like he just wanted to be free of being the boss because it's like, you know, you could come down here maybe one day you would be the boss. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. 
So oh, also, the, the main bad guy's name is Boy. Yeah, that's kind of fits the whole theme of the film, yeah. And he dresses up like a British schoolboy in shorts and a, a blazer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the, the movies... And he's wearing the face of a human. Oh. Literally wearing a face of a human. Yeah, he is literally wearing one. So the whole thing is more or less about, like... Uh, how somebody can like degrade and fall away from just being a normal person falling in with the bad crowd but even in the bad crowd there there are some good people that maybe you can pull away and help help along the way Mm -hmm. and also how good parenting is very important (laughs) it's actually much more important than you might think there's a lot of the the issues in the in the movie come from as well parents not being the best that they can be especially his father from what I read, Daniel Stern, who plays the father, and he's only 19 years older than uh, Fred Savage, by the way, mm-hmm. really hates this movie. Did not like this movie. I can tell why, because his character was not very uh, likable at all. Not for really real reason, And either. it's Daniel he's, Stern. He generally plays a very likable character. Even when he's a villain. He's usually very likable. But in this movie, he's just kind of an ass, and you just kind of want him to shut up. Go away. It's like you totally understand why the mother wants to separate from him. Mm-hmm. So, well, boys, I'm going to have to move to the city for a while. And also, because he is the way he is, he doesn't believe the kids when anything happens. He thinks they But he's really them. good with the kids at the same time. It's just that he, mm-hmm. he's blaming them for everything that's going wrong. Which is, like I said, leads into the whole uh, overall theme of the movie, which is like... Pretty much old school fairy tale type, type stuff of uh, you do this sort of thing, the bad thing will happen, you know? Yeah, it is very much just a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the original Troll we watched, only without the uh, weird slasher elements that don't add anything to the movie. <laughs> yeah, and I was surprised by how little of the usual Harry, uh, Harry, Howie Mandel characters appeared in there. There was no gizmo, there was no Bobby generic, no. none of these things that he would eventually do, none of his usual shticks that he shot in no. there. It was just one character and that's all he did. He was just this wacky guy! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Sort of like Beetlejuice, I guess, though this was after He Beatles. was a watered-down Beetlejuice, and by the way, nobody can top Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Nobody nice can- model! Nobody can out outdo him. <laughs> no, I don't even say he's like Beetlejuice. It's more that he was that type of a character, as in a a supernatural wacky Cha- guy. Yeah, chaotic neutral character, not evil. Just but that. yeah, it's just that sort of character. Other than that, like I said, this is I can see it being more family friendly in that it's definitely aimed more towards the whole thing is aimed more towards childhood in general. Yeah. Um, so younger audiences would understand a bit more, I'd think. So I feel like we're struggling to really talk about this movie. There isn't a whole lot to say about it. It's an adventure movie from that time period. You know the beats you're going to get. Uh, you know the sort of uh, effects you're going to get, even though they were pretty well done. I like the part where they would go through the bed to the underworld. I thought that yeah, was yeah, like a lot of the a lot of the thoughts behind it are cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I know some people say that Monsters Inc. stole stuff from this movie. I don't know why, but uh, I guess the idea that there's a whole underworld of monsters and they, they get their power from fearing the children. Well, that's not exactly an original idea. No, it's it obvious idea, but yeah, it's obviously just got like the monsters that you see in your closet are real. They have a whole underworld, and this is what they do. That's about just it. don't let major pain at them. Major pain. He'll, he'll empty a clip in demand. Uh, that would have been a, a crossover to see. So this movie ran an hour and 40 minutes. It didn't really feel that long, though. It actually, that's what I was going to say, is that for a movie that felt slow, it didn't feel that slow. Uh, 
It almost felt like it was going on to something new, and I was never actually bored watching it. It was just going from one thing to the next. The characters did what you wanted them to do, and uh, Danny was satisfying. Highlight I'll give you is that... I liked Howie Mandel. I liked the Maurice character. You're mm-hmm. supposed to like it for this type of movie. You need to kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this isn't Drop Dead Fred. If you don't like, if you don't like the annoying character in a movie where the annoying character is one of the main char- characters, you're you're just not going to get into it at all. It's not going to work. No yeah. So what. so he actually worked out that the kid mm-hmm. actors weren't bad, but then again, it is a kid movie, so there's usually a certain level of it's also, competency. It's also Fred Savage and Ben Savage. And ben Savage's first theatrical film, and uh, they're usually pretty good, even as kid actors. So they were fine. I never I've never watched anything with them where where they they stood out in a negative way and. It, Carries over here. California. She actually says in this movie. Which you didn't like see that coming. for some inexplicable reason. Didn't too. see that coming, but yeah. And the movie wasn't even out yet. No, this was before that. So yeah, it's a good it's a good overall family movie that kind of surprised me because I haven't I don't think I've seen this one since I was a kid. Yeah, I, I saw this like last year or the year before, like either like right after COVID or pre-COVID. And my opinion hasn't really changed much. I'm assuming that mm. your highlight was the same as me, you enjoyed Maurice. Uh, enjoy some of the spe- yeah. uh, practical effects too, as well. Yeah, I like the overall. The, Hated uh, the sets and the costumes. <laughs> I like the overall theming of the film too, and I liked how, even though obviously the underground was cheaper and whatnot, I actually thought it fit much better than I would uh, have expected. Considering, as I said before, they're basically like homeless runaways who like would hide out in shacks and all that. That's well, it, he's it a real awful dodger. He is. It pretty much worked out, even though, like I said, they could have been better. I still think it works. If they were meant to be like labyrinth, where they're these elaborate, like fantastical landscapes, yeah, it would it would definitely be distracting. Yeah, Labyrinth is definitely a movie that we will not be watching, but does have a ton of scary elements yeah. to it that bit, children will be traumatized by. It's a bit too big for us to cover, but yeah, it's the one uh, I always think of. That's the way. Yeah, um, low light. Yeah, it's like I, I'll call out the the sets and costuming mm. and and just the general. Parents not really having much of a story arc. Yeah, the parents. Uh, were... Also, my thing that I kept bringing up was the mm. fact that they suddenly incorporated the bully into the big uh, denouement I, I gonna, and without explanation. I was going to say that was be my low light. Is that uh, they probably could have had a better reason for him to be it there. It felt like part of the story was missing. Yeah, there's like a missing reel where they went back, where they could have like run into him, and he was just like, "What are you doing out here?" And they're talking about the monsters like, wait a minute, you know the monsters? I saw them or something like that, you know? Or, or in, in one of the interstitials at school, him him uh, letting his guard down now that he's yeah, something he, like he's that. had the piss knocked out of him. I mean, into him. I mean, out of him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. But no, it's suddenly he's like, his best buddy's with them and it's a big dork. Yeah, he's just there now and it's like, okay, I guess. I Literally, guess. from my understanding is uh, it would have been Maurice appears from under his bed and press gangs him into helping them because they need muscle. Which would have been fine if they would have shown that, but, like, they just didn't, so... No, they just showed Maurice pop out and go, Ronnie! But then again, maybe it was cut. I don't know. So, like, overall, Randy, what would you give Little Monsters from 1989? So, like, I stood with the last one. I have an idea of where I'm aiming for, mm-hmm. and depending on where you are, I could probably go lower... I'm going to say a three because it's mm-hmm. totally fine, totally enjoyable, watchable with kids, but I could go as low as a two because it's a lot worse than I remember it being. 
and mm. I just watched it two years ago, and you may have only watched it like 20 plus years ago. I haven't seen it since I was a kid myself. I don't remember anything about the movie except for some reason the ending. I remember that part, but I don't remember anything else. Like Overall, it's a competently done film. It's got good ideas. The acting is, for considering it's mostly kids, it wasn't jarring or anything like that. They worked for what they wanted to do. Um, overall, theming is really nice, and the effects, the monster effects are pretty good. Costuming, not the greatest, and uh, sets could have been better. Overall, I would give it a three. It's a solid watch overall. I, there's nothing about it that really annoyed me or I, I was pulled out, except for the part with the bully, which I said should have been uh, should have been elaborated on. But aside from that... Yeah, so then I'm I'm happy with staying with my three. It's like if you thought it was worse, I would have been like, okay, I can I can I can say that it's a two. But no, it's, it's fine. like okay, good. I'm I'm happy. I with liked the three. it. Um, like I said, didn't love it. I liked it, and I would recommend it if you haven't seen it to watch it. If you want these types of movies, it's good. It's a good. It's watch. hard when there's certain when and there's a certain level of nostalgia to it mm-hmm. in a ways, but yeah, it's like it's totally fine. It's 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 on a scale of one to ten that I incorporated last time <laughs> of scariness. I would say it's a three. It's definitely scarier than the last one we covered. It it, it, it it gives you mild scares. Mm-hmm. Mild scares. So a lot of it comes from the effects, like the eyes popping out or the guy getting burned to death or missing a leg, you know? The, that, that was cool. That was actually a highlight. So the, guy's, the guy's face basically falling off. The, yeah, when you realize that he's wearing a flesh mask, not like, yeah. not like, oh no, there's he, ah, he takes off a mask. No, no, he, it's like he has a mask stapled to his head, yeah. and then it gets ripped off, and all you see is this weird little alien face underneath it. Surprisingly creepy overall. Yeah, I said it works for what it's trying to do, and it's a commonly made movie, and it's definitely worth seeing today. But like, if you're not into these types of movies, it's definitely not going to change your mind, and especially if you don't like those types of. Uh, Wacky main character who's like morally neutral, you know, crazy. And you probably won't be won over by this movie. Yeah, definitely not. So mm-hmm. that's well, it. There's it. nothing much else we can really talk about it. Our next movie, I'm not going to give you the title, but I will say <laughs> that uh, it's probably going to be one of the most uh, obscure of these ones that we will be watching. And that's saying something. Considering some of the other ones we're covering, yeah, like this might be the most one of the most obscure kids movies outside of too much that we've touched. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll see when we get there. All right, that's all we gotta say for this one, everybody. So we we'll see you next time when continue when we continue our cruise for this weird non-canon catalog thing we're doing. Yeah, it's really bad when we can't even come up with a proper Not phrasing really. for it because we don't know when this is coming out and don't really know what this is. But anyway, we'll see. Family-friendly horror of the series. Thank yeah. you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Boo. Your lucky night. Imagine a world solely of kids. No teachers, no rules, no homework, no parents. Come on now! I'm a monster, and what do monsters do? Good question. Come on, scare the hell out of her. It's our duty. Come on, stop it! We almost had him. He was becoming one of us. Eric's gone. Have you seen him? Do you know where he went? Do you have Eric? I know where Eric is, but I'm not leaving until I have him. If we're not up before the sun clears the horizon, we turn into monsters. Are you still in? I'm in. Keep an eye out for monsters! Let's blow him away, Brian! No way out! I want my brother! I amaze me. Exactly. Take a walk on the wild side.